in our seventh session now on Second Thessalonians 1, 1 to 4, we come to verse 4. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We ought always to give thanks to God for you. So there's this duty or obligation to give thanks to God for what's happening in the Thessalonian church. It's fitting. That oughtness is fitting. Because, and then here's the basis of that thanksgiving, that fitness leading to that duty expressed in thanks. Because, We thank God because your faith is growing abundantly. So the growing of faith and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. It's the increase and the growth that calls forth the sense of obligation and fitness of much thanksgiving to God. And we argued last time that's because God is the one who's bringing about the growth and the increase. So, Father, as we turn now to this next logical step, so that we ourselves boast about you, show us the relationship between this boasting and this thanking and how this should affect our relationship horizontally to people and vertically to you as we ponder the endurance and the growth of faith in others and in ourselves. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So this cause, this causal clause here, is a cause in two directions. That way, it's the cause of thanks, right? Because we thank God because of this growth. And it's a cause in this direction. You see that in the word, so that. This is happening so that we ourselves, or the ESV translates it, therefore we ourselves boast. So verse 4 is flowing as a result of this because clause, just like the thanksgiving flowed as a result of this. So it functions in, in two directions, this way and this way. Now, how does that work? Or what is the effect? So that we ourselves boast about you in the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith in all your persecutions and in the afflictions that you are enduring. So there's boasting here. We'll put that over here to make the balance. Boasting. And there's thanksgiving here. So because of this growing faith and growing love, thanksgiving is ascending to God and boasting is happening before the churches. 
That's the way Paul is arguing. And the reason for both is what's in the middle here. So how would you describe the relationship between the thanks to God resulting from the growth and the boast resulting from the growth? And the way I would put it is uh, like this. Um, the, the thanks is vertical exaltation in the faith of the believers. And the boast is horizontal exaltation for the, the work of God among the believers at Thessalonica in their increasing love and their increasing faith. But the boasting and the thanks are both Godward. They're boasting, he's boasting among the churches. I'm boasting about you, about you Thessalonians in the churches of God. So the boast is horizontal, but if you ask, what's he boasting in? The answer is he's boasting in the work of God, because he's already made that plain by saying it's all owing to God. So one thing we could say is that when you see faith and when you see love, genuine faith in Jesus Christ, genuine love of believers for other believers, your heart should leap in two directions. It should leap to God first and say, you did it. You did it. I praise you. I thank you. And then it should leap outward and say, look what God did. Look what God did in Thessalonica. That's the point of verse 4. So we could say there's a, a, a vertical response of Paul's heart to the growth of their faith and love, and there's a horizontal effect of Paul that he's overflowing and he can't keep it to himself, which is probably why he says ourselves, even we ourselves, not just other people, but we ourselves have to speak among the churches and, and boast in God about their faith. Now, so far, so good, but I've, I've overlooked something, or I haven't expressed something, and we should always look for parallels, which I have just done. Like There are these two, two causes, I mean, there's these two effects of the cause. One is thanks, and the other is boasting, so there's a kind of parallel structure. However, the parallel isn't exact, not by any means, because tell me from verse 4 precisely what is he boasting in. Is he boasting in the same thing precisely that he's giving thanks for? You see what I'm getting at? He's not. What, what was he giving thanks for? He was giving thanks that their faith was growing. He was giving thanks that their love was increasing. 
That is not the focus of verse 4. What's the focus of verse 4 when it comes to what he's boasting about? It's not the increase or the growth. It's the endurance and the steadfastness, right? So that we ourselves boast about you in the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith. And that word and there probably means steadfastness and faith, meaning the steadfastness of faith, the steadfastness that comes from faith. And then he uses another word besides steadfastness, in all your persecutions and in the afflictions that you are enduring. They are enduring afflictions. They are enduring persecutions because they have this faith. And this faith has not weakened or gone backward because it's been assaulted by afflictions and persecutions. It has stood steadfast. And when Paul sees that, he says, look, <laughs> look at that. That's just glorious. I think, I think Paul is more thrilled by that endurance than he would be if those folks had spiritual gifts to do miracles, like healings. He'd, he'd praise God for that, and I praise God for that whenever I see it. But I'll tell you, when I see a Christian endure horrible things, horrible things from others, horrible things from nature, and their faith doesn't go backward, it goes forward, their love increases. My hands just go up in the air. You can't see them right now, but they're up in the air. Look what God has done. Why, why does Paul not focus on growth when he's boasting among the churches? Why does he focus on, on endurance and steadfastness in afflictions? I think there are two reasons, at least. One is he's saying to the churches, look, what makes me thrilled at what I see in Thessalonica is not just the growth, it's the fact that this growth has happened in the face of tremendous afflictions. And you know what? Through many afflictions, we must all enter the kingdom. And this is, this is going to happen to you as well. So I don't want you to just get giddy about how your faith is going to grow. It's going to grow through suffering. And the second reason I think he stresses this here is because if you ask Paul, how did you, how did you see that their faith was growing? How did you see it? You say it is. You can't see faith, Paul. So what are you seeing to make you know that their faith is growing? And I think you say, this is what I saw. I've seen reports. I know the kind of thing they're going through. And I see that they haven't given up. It's the steadfastness and the endurance in affliction that enables him to say, Look at how this faith has stood, and look how it is growing through affliction. So whenever we see faith and love, we should exult vertically, and we should exult horizontally. We should say, thank you, God, and we should say to people, 
Look what God has done. 